Welcome to MindFog. We are happy to have you with us. This is the podcast that gets people moving forward, coaching, consulting them on their way to success, whatever that looks like, making impossible things happen. And it wasn't long ago that we changed the format of our podcast to be actual coaching sessions with individuals just like you, professionals who are stuck or who have an incredible goal that they have no idea how to achieve. And they want us to support them in making that impossible thing happen. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And now we're following up with some of the people who have had truly transformational experiences in a matter of minutes to see what has happened since we last spoke to them. So today we have Allison. I'm really excited about this because Allison was the first person that we did the podcast in the new format. So we're going to check in. Let's see what's going on. Good morning. Allison, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, Gosh, when did we, what did we speak in? I know it's been longer than three months. We were trying to do three months, but I feel like it's been longer than that. I don't remember exactly, but it's um, it has been a while. And that's exactly why I wanted to check in on you. You were our first. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> no, because we shifted the podcast to do these coaching sessions. And you were the first one that uh, that we had on. And you had a particularly powerful experience. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to know how have you integrated that? What has happened since we spoke? Has, um, you know, what changes have you made, if any? Yeah, you know, I will say um, the key thing that has stuck with me since we spoke was when you, like right off the top, asked me the question about like, when did you abandon your feminine? And it was so like, just in my face, I was kind of like, gobsmacked slash aha moment all at the same time, because it's like, yeah, that really is it. That is kind of the root of it with me. And also when we last spoke, I felt like I was still really kind of figuring out this transitional part of my life that I'm in and this intersection that I'm at now, which was all, and still a lot of it is all new, like uncharted territory. And so I feel like our conversation granted me permission to show myself a little more grace, to be okay with not having all of the answers, to be okay with not being able to control the outcome in every aspect of my life. Um, That's always felt like something that only people who are much more carefree than I am could do. (laughs) And, um, and I realized that like all this time I've been thinking that there's like some adult in charge who knows what's going on in this game of life. And now that I'm a little, um, a few more months into my like entrepreneurship experience and all that, I realized nobody knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> so it's okay. Not me, not anyone. Um, we're all figuring it out constantly and I can write my own rule book here and that is very, very freeing for me. Mm. Writing your own rule book and having the permission to be where you are and honor yourself. That's how, how has that impacted you? Like, how does that, how does that change your life on the daily? Ooh, great question. Well, okay. For instance, so for years and years and years and years, if I didn't have my entire day, if not my entire week, 
figured out by like 9am the latest on Monday morning, I was in just like a cold sweat and a state of panic 24 seven. Um, not only that, if there were open loops in any aspect of my life, I couldn't focus on being present during time with my family mm. or time with my partner. I wasn't sleeping well. I'm still not sleeping great, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and so I don't know why I was so like hardwired to put work, quote unquote work, whatever shape that takes ahead of all these other things in my life that honestly, to me are so much more important. Mm -hmm. So just like reevaluating my priorities, um, I started blocking my calendar in an entirely different way, leaving lots of white space, which was also like, Ooh, oh my gosh, there's, there's space. And I'm so inspired, Chris, by the, um, disclaimer at the bottom of your email signature. <laughs> I freaking love that so much. And one day I'm going to work up the balls to like craft my own version of that, because that's the other thing, this, this artificial sense of not just urgency, but like emergency. Mm -hmm. and I was creating that I'm creating that when it doesn't need to be there. And, right. um, I just like taking my foot off the gas a little bit and giving myself a moment to breathe and think about what is the best way to proceed mm -hmm. in anything in life. So yeah, just breathing room, white space on the calendar, um, holding really upholding my boundaries when it comes to time with my family and my partner. Mm -hmm. Those have been massive changes. Wow. Boundaries are huge when, you know, that, and that's something we train in so much because most of us really have poor boundaries. And, um, and to your point about the email disclaimer, because it does sort of set the, um, set the tone and manage the expectations, you know, because it does say, look, I'm not necessarily going to get right back to you. Like this is, you know, it's all about managing expectation in my, in my, you know, irreverent and, and comical way. Um, the same is true with text messages. The first time somebody texts me, it sends an auto reply that says, I'll get back to you ASAC, which is as soon as convenient. Cause I'm not going to do it as soon as possible. I'm just not right. It's yeah. as soon as it's convenient. And i and what I'm really hearing as I, as I recall our first conversation, like there is such a softness to you now and, and there's there's a power within it. Like there's this soft strength where you just, you feel warmer, you feel more open. Um, there, there's a gentleness and I think it has to do probably with, with the boundaries and your clarity on what's a priority in this life. There's, there's a real strength in you to hold those lines and live your life in alignment with what you know is correct for you. Oh, totally. I mean, it's hard to recognize the changes in myself when I'm going through the motions every day. So I'm so glad to hear you say that you're sensing that and picking up on that. Oh yeah. Um, I can feel it in your energy field. Like there's, it's, it's that, it's that embodied feminine that is so much more present now. You know, one of the things I've been doing a lot more lately, and this sounds so simple and, and someone might hear this and be like, well, yeah, of course is holding my younger son more 
Mm. even though he's two years old and some change and, you know, he's ready to run and take on the world. But during his entire first year of life, I was still in my previous career where honestly I was gone like 75% of the time Mm. or better that had such a profoundly negative impact on my mental health. I was in like beyond postpartum depression, anxiety, you name it. And I realize now that just taking some extra moments to sit and cuddle with him or go get away from the TV and go sit in the rocking chair in his room and just hold him Mm -hmm. and enjoy that time with no agenda. That is just, I wouldn't have done that before. I wouldn't have allowed myself to do that because the guilt of the to-do list, you know, looming in my mind and this artificial sense of it all has to be done by 5 p.m. today or, you know, whatever I was telling myself. So um, telling myself, just like changing my own inner narrative about boundaries and expectations has been really, really helpful. Wow. That's incredible. Because what I'm what I'm really hearing, you know, if I'm picking up on it correctly and understanding you correctly, what I'm hearing is there's more you in your life. Oh my God. That's so, what a great way to put that. There's, there's a woman who's like my real estate mentor. And one of the things that she talks about is merging your best life with being a realtor. And at first I was like, well, what is she even really talking about? And she's like, you have to just think about what do you enjoy? First prioritize that. Mm-hmm. Then just go be a realtor. First, be a human, and then be a realtor while you're doing those things. If you enjoy, you know, being out and and running, go do that. If you enjoy volunteering at an animal shelter, go do that. Like go mm-hmm. do all the things that fill your cup, and you will incidentally start to uncover opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of exactly what's been happening once I flipped my priorities on their head and basically started putting work last. Right. I love because what you're, what you're saying is that you're able to now to integrate your work into your life as opposed to build your life around your work. Yeah, because otherwise, where does it end, right? I mean, exactly. Where does it end? That's a great question. Like, where does that end, right? This is, you know, in, in um, Dr. Robert Holden says, if it seems like there's something missing from your life, it's probably you. Mm. And that's what I love about what you're sharing is that you, you are now running and uh, controlling your life. Like, you are the architect of your reality as opposed to trying to compensate for things or like, like you're running your life. It's not running you anymore. Yeah. And it's, you know, like it's definitely still a work in progress every day. I mean, I still bristle at, I'm not someone who handles last minute changes very well at all. I don't know if I'll ever be that kind of roll with the punches type of person. I'm still very much a control freak. I like to Mm-hmm. you know, get up to the highest point and kind of evaluate everything and have an idea of how I'm going to put a roadmap together, whether it's for a business deal or 
a situation I'm navigating in my personal life, whatever, something with the kids. Um, you know, I'm never going to be like a fly by the seat of my pants person, but, but understanding that I'm setting an impossible standard for myself. If I am telling myself that I'm going to be able to control everything, I'm going to get it all done by noon. It's going to be perfect. Nothing is going to change. Um, that was just creating so much unnecessary anxiety and anger. And the way that I like managed those emotions, a lot of the time was just kind of projecting that onto the people in my life who are closest to me, who couldn't understand why I'm so damn grumpy all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. That's so let's see, we've got better relationships with your family, with your kids, with your partner, better working relationships, better relationship with yourself, which is where all of your relationships are derived, right? Um, because your, your relationship to anyone or anything is derived from your relationship to yourself. Um, and to really be more of a fully integrated woman with, with that balance of the masculine and the feminine. It sounds like there's still some opportunity when, when things go sideways, which, you know, is always uncomfortable, um, to be in that place of surrender, right. Which is a very, is kind of that feminine quality of, I don't have to control everything. And it's that trust and surrender piece that I may not like this. It may not be what I wanted or what I expected. And I can still trust that it is, for the highest good of all concerned, whatever that looks like. Yeah. I mean, even on a more mundane level, like just not having to, again, like dictate the outcome, not having to give input and direction all the time. And, you know, trusting, like I, you know, I joked earlier that like, none of us know what we're doing. Well, okay. So by that logic, then you know, we're all kind of on the same playing field. And I expect people in my life who are, who are close to me and who have access to like hold themselves to a high standard the way that I do. But conversely, I should also understand that like there, that we're all kind of like, you know, losing control of of different aspects of our lives at different times. And we all have imperfect moments and days that don't go as planned. And even something as simple as like my partner was running to the grocery store, uh, yesterday in the late afternoon, kind of an unplanned trip. We realized there were like a few things we needed for the kids and oh shit, forgot to grab them. And he asked me if I wanted him to grab any wine. And like, normally I would, if I'm going to say yes, I say yes. And then I would probably offer a few strong suggestions. And Mm -hmm. when he was like, well, any thoughts, you have anything in mind? Like, this is so silly. But for me, I was like, no, I trust you. And it's wow. like, oh, hey, look at me, you know, <laughs> like what? How did that feel? It happened. It felt great. I felt like I was being, I felt like I was being so much nicer and gentler and more approachable than I normally am because I'm not like, go get this, and if you can't find this and you don't come home with it, heads are gonna roll. Right. And that's such a beautiful example of of trust and surrender, and it really allows him to show up for you and to think through things so that he can be in his masculine, right? Like, Oh, now I need to figure this out, right? Like now it's on him. So he's, he's a more powerful, he's more powerful in his masculine by serving the feminine. The feminine says, here's what I need. And he's like, cool, here's how I'm going to do it. 
Mm -hmm. right? That, that's very masculine, feminine things, right? Where the masculine serves the feminine. That's, that's really the way it's, it's designed. And so, um, you know, even with our, in ourselves, as we all, as we, we all possess both masculine and feminine energies, right? And um, it's just so beautiful to hear how you have been able to reclaim that feminine part of you and enhance those relationships and lower your stress levels and be in this space of peace and creativity and, and um and even require of your own masculine to set those boundaries so that you and your feminine can have that space and the creative and the creativity and the time and all the things that you've been able to do it's really remarkable you you continue to be truly remarkable you know we i think when we had that session i think we we unlocked it in like i don't know it was like 12 minutes or something yeah. And it was really fast, which gave us a, a lot of room to talk about a lot of other stuff. Um, but I tell you what, Allison, you've done an incredible job of integrating that because it's one thing to know it and have the aha moment. It's another thing to integrate and embody that. And you've done a phenomenal job. Oh, thanks, Chris. I mean, it just, I don't know. Things just feel a little different in a good way. And I know that it's totally an ongoing journey for sure. But the results that I've noticed right away, and it's meaningful for me and what was going on in my life, is there is so much more of an ease of the communication between my partner and myself. And I noticed mm -hmm. that with when when I took some of what we discussed and put it into action, but without really like announcing it, just kind of taking action instead of saying, hear ye, hear ye, I'm going to do this. Please reward me for it. Uh -huh. And just taking the steps and trying to like be more mindful of my, how I communicate and my energy and how I behave and all that stuff. I've noticed that also without having to ask for it, my partner is meeting me where I need to be met more often. Yes. Too. And he's really pleasantly surprised me because I'm used to kind of being like nag, 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 almost treating him like another child, if you will. And right. as I let up on that, it's like, wow, well, look at that. Turns out he's a fully capable human being in his own right and doesn't need me nagging him. And now I'm getting the warm and fuzzies and feeling pleasantly surprised that he's taking initiative on things that previously, maybe I just felt like if I wasn't going to crack the whip, it wasn't going to happen, but I was mm -hmm. wrong. Well, and, and that's beautiful. And, and even when you're right, at least, at least he had the opportunity, right? Now he answered the call. He was able to, to recognize consciously or otherwise Hey, there's an opportunity for me to step up here. And, and I love the way you say that because you're absolutely right. Meet you in that relationship, in that partnership, in that sacred union, right? As opposed to you just telling him what to do. And, and I love that you mentioned the parent-child dynamic because it's like, oh, if, you know, treating him like another child, well, that is so detrimental and carcinogenic mm -hmm. to relationships, because yeah. in a parent-child dynamic, you know, nobody in their right mind wants to sleep with their kids. So it really affects exactly. the charge and the oh sensuality, right? The polarity, yes. the sexuality. And it's really emasculating for him to be told what to do all the time 
without having the opportunity to say, here's how I'm going to handle it. And like, like even in a small example, like the wine, yes, I would love for you to pick up some wine instead of having to dictate and control every aspect of that. Now he, as an empowered man gets to meet you. Right. And it gives him the opportunity to make, to like, think it through like, Hey, I, I know her, I know what she likes and he can serve you in such a more powerful and authentic and beautiful way. I mean, it's really, I figured you would have some pretty cool changes. I, it sounds like you have had a real transformation and, you know, change is one thing, but change can change back. Transformation never transforms back. And it sounds like you've had a real, a really powerful transformation here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our first conversation was kind of like just the beginning of the term you used, you know, unlocking and being sort of confronted with, um, you know, no, this is the issue. <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> um, not problem, but, you know, just needing to recognize the adjustments that needed to be made. And then understanding that these little tweaks and how I move through my day taken one by one are like, you know, it's nothing painful. It hasn't felt like I'm jumping through a bunch of hoops or twisting myself into knots or not being authentic. Like if anything, I'm kind of now I almost feel like I don't use the term born again, but I almost feel like I'm looking at things through the lens of, of like newness, like a child who's discovering something new because I'm discovering new facets of my personality and who I am in this new chapter in my life. So it's very, it's exciting. The newness is exciting. It fills me with optimism rather than when my life was so much more predictable a year ago, so much more predictable, but most days began filled with dread. Now it's like, oh, maybe I don't know exactly what's around the corner, but I'm excited for it. I'm optimistic about it. I'm more confident that I have the tools to deal with what's going to come my way. And I don't need to parent my partner mm -hmm. um, and be like a martyr in that way. Also, like that's, uh -huh. that's exhausting to keep perpetuating that role too. And I don't know what I was getting out of it, but it, it definitely does not serve me. Right. Right. Cause then they get to fail you. Right. Mm-hmm. But I love that. I mean, from dread to excitement to confidence, what was the other thing you said? Enthusiasm, optimism, mm -hmm. like from dread to all of that. That's that's an incredibly powerful shift and huge swing of the pendulum. And I have to ask, what is next for you? Like here you are discovering these new aspects of yourself and integrating them and becoming more like you're, you're moving into integrity, right? Wholeness, right? All these missing things are now being rediscovered and integrated. What's next for you? Well, when we talk about integrity, what's really important to me is now that I'm beginning to feel each day, like I have more clarity in my life. I can't just it's not like I'm like abandoning my everything else that was going on previously. Like there are, there are big things in my life that need attention that need fixing. There are debts to repay. There are obligations to uphold. 
Um, and in the past I would, I would let the nerves and the dread build up to a point where I would take, you know, something that starts out as a relatively small ask, but I would psych myself up so much about it that I would create this huge obstacle in my mind, this huge mountain. And then I would just convince myself that the only choice was then like creative avoidance to deal with things. And so I think what's next for me now is like reapproaching some of this unfinished business in my life with this, this new outlook of like, nothing is life and death, except for actually life and death. (laughs) Things can be broken down into bite-sized chunks it doesn't all have to be finished today. We don't have to wrap everything up in a pretty little bow, but uphold your obligations, see things through, be accountable. I think getting to a point where I feel like I've at least um, kind of tied up those bigger loose ends in my life is going to feel so good. That's going to feel like truly becoming whole, becoming an adult. And then moving forward, I just... I kind of feel like the world is my oyster moving forward, but I just, now I'm focused on like, let's go back and revisit some of the things that in the past really terrified me or that I've really avoided dealing with. And, and let's just make it manageable and deal with it. Like I know I can, and um, then the sky's the limit. I love that. And I would say the sky's not the limit. You can transcend that. In fact, You know, there's um, our flagship program, uh, Moonshot, is all oriented around making the impossible a reality. And we have these group cohorts and people are achieving incredible results. Now, normally there is prerequisite work that Mm -hmm. needs to be done. um, But because you are where you are, I am going to cordially invite you to take a look at that program. And if it feels like a fit for you, I would gladly accept you into it because you have moved into such a powerful place. And the the people that are already in the the third phase of this, I, I will invite you directly into the third phase because you are in that empowered place where you can really um put a lot of fuel in that fire and Mm -hmm. really accomplish whatever you want. So you can go to the website, check it out, statusflow.net. And if you think it might be a fit for you, I would love to have that conversation with you because based on what you've done with what is ultimately like a, you know, 15 minute conversation with us from before the rest was a lot of, you know, stuff, but that first 15 (laughs) minutes, what you've been able to do with that first 15 minutes, I can only imagine what you might be able to accomplish with a little bit of structure and some support by these other people in the, co- I, I I would love to see you bend your reality and just make impossible things happen. I think it'd be incredible. Oh, I love that. I love bend your reality. That's, that's a really cool way to think about it. I'm like totally, you know, throwing preconceived notions out the window has kind yes. of been my jam now for the last mm-hmm. few months. And in doing so, it's just opened up so many doors and so many opportunities and, you know, it's like all the things that that some of the folks out there like yourself have said could happen, can happen. And mm-hmm. it's just turned me into such a believer about um, making these mindset shifts and really adhering to it and believing in this process of that it's just it's just ongoing. You know, nothing is 
none of us are perfect. Uh, striving for perfection is so counterproductive and <laughs> such a drag, honestly. Right. I feel like starting with the, our initial conversation, I started to feel like kind of layers being peeled off and mm-hmm. and weight coming off the shoulders. And I just needed that reassurance from someone objective like yourself to say, in a way to sort of say like, you know, you're not special. Like you can do this. Like you're not an exception who's like impossible to fix. You can do this right. if you're willing to be open to it. So yeah, I am definitely going to check out um, the moonshot program. And I'm just, yeah, I'm so much more open to these things now than I even was when we first connected. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're in a great place for it. And the things that people are achieving in that program are truly nothing short of miraculous. You know, whether, you know, one of them, there's business goals. I want to take my six figure business to a seven figure business. Another one texted me actually not like, I think it was about three weeks ago. And she said that she was, she is in addition to the business stuff, she got herself out of a terribly toxic relationship. And for the first time in 20 years, she is off of her anti-anxiety and anti-depression medication. Wow. It's unreal what people are achieving. And you are operating in that frequency of making impossible shit happen. Mm -hmm. And And I would love to see what you can do. So if it feels like a fit, great. Um, and, or if one of the other programs, if there's a, you know, you want to, look at the one-on-one coaching or the other, like if there's something else that resonates, you know, I, I am not the one with the answers as you know, you are. So you know, what's right for you. Um, what else can we do for you? Like, you know, you can, if, if you need some support, reach out, you know, you've, you've just been such a delight to witness. And if there's anything else we can do to support your success, or if there's tools or widgets or whatever we can do for you, happy to do so. Yeah, I'm I so appreciate that Chris. It's really like I said it's just um it's just been a whole growth trajectory, growth and discovery trajectory since we first spoke and I'm so grateful that we spoke and that you called it like you saw it right off the bat. I mean, that was like the initial tree shaking that I really really needed to start doing some serious evaluation. And it's, I still almost feel like I'm not even off the starting line yet, to be honest. I feel like I'm just kind of clearing out the clutter, the mental clutter, um, you know, breaking some of the old bad habits and almost like I'm, I'm climbing my way up to that high dive platform and about ready to like jump off into something amazing. But, um, I'm excited by the fact that there is still, there are still so many levels of this existence that I haven't even discovered yet. You know, you're, you're actually farther along than you think you are. Um, you're it's, um, you're really not climbing that diving board yet. You're really up there and you're ready to go. The thing we need a place to apply it. That's the thing, right? So the, um, and and that's why, you know, that's, that's why, and I please forgive my shameless self-promotion here, but that's the thing about moonshot is that it gives you, here's where you're going to apply who you have become Mm -hmm. and that, so you're, but you're a lot farther along than you think you are. I, I promise you. Okay. Well, that's really comforting and encouraging too. It really is just because the time that's passed and because it's not like we've been in contact. I haven't, you know, this, this hasn't been a practice that I've taken you through it. Like you've done this on your own. 
you took what you got from that hour that we spent together total. Mm-hmm. And, and you have what I'll call great gas mileage. I gave you one gallon of gas and you went about 500 miles. <laughs> like for real. And think- so if you have an idea of something you want to achieve, business, personal, or otherwise, that program can make it happen. Um, we have one right now. She's incredible. She's not, she's even in the second stage. She's not even in third stage yet, but she had a nine year plan that included real estate and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a four, four and a half year plan now. And she's on track. Wow. It's that's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. It's when, and, and that's what I mean. You are so in that frequency. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm hard pressing you now because I want to see whatever it is that's coming through you, that thing that's behind you that wants to be realized in this world. I want to see that happen. That's my selfish thing is like, I want to see that because that's fucking cool. And you are so ready for it, whatever it is. I can feel it. Thank you. And, and I, you know, a while back or not even that long, I guess not even that far back at this point, but previously my initial reaction would have been like, oh, I want to, you know, gear this whole thing towards how I'm going to grow my business. This has to be focused on business, business, business. Um, And as you're talking about these programs, my first thought this time around was like, no, I actually would kind of want to focus on like, you know, continuing to become a better partner, a more present Mm -hmm. mom, a better example for my kids, a better like pillar of the community. Like I've really... I guess probably the biggest thing that I've latched onto since we first spoke is this belief that I am actually a whole person and what I do for a living is really just a small part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to make that my entire identity as I've done for my whole adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to take that pressure off and take a deep breath and unclench my jaw and all that has been I mean, that in and of itself is like such a great gift, but uh-huh. I know that there's, there's certainly more work to do. <laughs> there always is. Yes. And you can do it all. Like I, I might be wrong about details. I might be wrong about data or, you know, points of fact or something like that, but I am never wrong about energy. I'm never wrong about frequencies. I, I'm just not. And my invitation to you, because I still think you're holding back a little bit is yes, working on the family thing, having this, um, having the relationships in the family and everything that you want as you want it. I would offer for your consideration that if you go on a journey like this, like moonshot, you include the business piece as well. The reason being that is the thing that's going to resource you for that family. We're going to, we would use that business to generate the income and create the space so that you can have all of this stuff for you. I'm talking ideal life scene, like everything and and do it all at the same time because it will, each success will have a compound interest and it will affect the other success at the family will support success in business and vice versa. So I, I would, my invitation is for you to consider an entire life scene and whatever that looks like, um, you know, and, and, and for you, because it, cause it will, it'll, it'll just resource you in, in ways that 
you can't even imagine the experience right now, but well, maybe you can, maybe you can a little bit, but, um, but that's my invitation anyway, just to consider that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I do see how they're intertwined and, you know, kind of can't unintertwine them, unintwine, unintertwine. I don't know. Especially <laughs> disentangle. When, yeah. Disentangle. That's a good one. I, you know, I mean, being a small business owner, being an entrepreneur, it's like, you do have to eat, breathe and sleep it within reason. And that's, that's what I'm starting to tiptoe into the waters of figuring out far from, you know, being at a destination yet, but starting to try to figure that out. Um, and also reminding myself, and this is probably where, like, I think the ongoing work would help, um, is reminding myself that like, you know, I'm the one who I can just be the standard bearer. I don't have to compare myself against what's worked for anybody else or how anyone else's dream life is set up because they're not me. And that also takes a lot of pressure off that I'm not like setting expectations that I'm failing to meet. Right. And punishing myself for that. It's um, mm-hmm. it can be dynamic. I can set goals that are still somewhat dynamic and flexible and just, I mean, the concept of not living in such a rigid box of an existence is very, mm-hmm. very new to me. I've like just poked my head out of the box for air. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a bigger world available to you. You know, we had a client that wanted to take her six figure business to a seven figure business. She wanted to be a digital nomad so she could travel all over the place. And she didn't want to work more than 30 hours a week. We got all that done in a matter of months. Oh my God. I mean, really, you you can achieve anything. It's so important to hear that. <laughs> it really is. I mean, even at this stage of the game, having had successes, having had failures, like we all have, like I, I do still need to be reminded. No, you, you're, you're in such like... <laughs> I'm reminded of that movie Swingers. You, you're so money. You have no idea <laughs> how money you are right now. Like I can just, I can, I can feel that, that frequency. I can feel the frequency of your energy, and the your your thing right now, your danger zone is playing too small. I'll just tell you that right now. That's that's going to be re- mm-hmm. your propensity right now. Is that you're probably going to launch and playing too small. It's like, why are you shooting for the moon? You should be going for Jupiter right now. Maybe Pluto, maybe beyond like the, the moon, like, there's so much more available here. Um, so as you think about this, I would caution you about basing your future dreams in your current reality. Wow. Okay. Like, ah, like that's so tough. It, it's really hard. Don't base what you want on what you have or even what you think you can do. You got to stretch beyond that because there, there's so, you have no idea the fuel that's behind you right now. I can feel it. It's crazy. That is totally like that self-limiting yes. belief. Like that is such a huge part of who I am. That caution that, you know, might think about it, but don't actually do it. Um, no, and you've got that locked into your identity. It's it's part of who you think you are, and you're yeah. wrong. you're you're wrong. I'll just tell you, you're you're wrong about that. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it because I, I <laughs> trust I me. Time and like, 
It's been good. It's been like so far you, you have not been wrong. So that's exciting to think about Yeah, that maybe I haven't even imagined what's actually possible yet. Yeah. I, I would encourage you to really stretch out into the fantastic, into the ridiculous, like the, the tool here would be, you know, in, in, um, in the book, renegotiate your existence. There's, there's a tool called banana world and it's kind of like this, this is very close to it, but it's stretch out into a world of your, in your imagination that is completely ridiculous, totally fantastic, just stretch way out there into the impossible. And you'll start naturally dialing it back from that point. But if you start with what you think is possible, I guarantee you're going to leave stuff on the table. I, I have to like stop and take a deep breath because that is like very foreign to someone like myself. So normally tightly wound and very calculated. And- right. So somebody like, if I'm having this conversation with somebody else and I say, how much do you want to grow your business this year? Or how much do you think you're going to grow your business? And, oh, I don't know. 15%. And I'll actually say it that way. Do How much do you want to grow your business? And they'll say, oh, I'd like to grow 15%. Like you would like to grow 15%. Wouldn't you like to grow hundred percent? Wouldn't you like to grow 300%? Mm-hmm. It's possible. It has nothing to do with your K. Well, has very little to do with your KPIs and your market trends. It has way more to do with what you're holding in your consciousness. That's so true. If it's we so shift true. your consciousness, and that's what we did with that other company. That's what we did with this other sole proprietor who she said in, in four and a half months, we doubled her revenues. We eliminated her stress and we saved her marriage. Now she's the one that did all that, right? We just we just facilitated this, but she's the one that did it. But we're talking about so much more being available by shifting what you think is available. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. Because when you start to touch into, oh my God, this might actually be possible, it starts happening. Right. Oh, I definitely do believe that. I do believe that. I just still struggle actually like visualizing me myself Allison doing mm-hmm. these big fantastical things although sometimes i see people who strike me as complete bozos doing big amazing things and i'm like well what the hell you know why not me why not you that's a very good question why not you mm-hmm. there is somebody out there who is less resource has less experience has less intelligence, has less awareness, and they're achieving more than you are right now. Uh, Many people. Right? I mean, that's the funny thing. There is somebody out there who's way dumber than you that's doing a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. And that, you know, like ignorance is bliss. I mean, it it does, in a way, if you can have a little bit of amnesia and a little bit of naivete and a wild imagination. I think those things can carry you pretty far. They can embolden you. And just as you are discovering you again, this bigger you, this deeper you, you can discover what's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe it. So, all right. I'm not, I I so want to give you a hard push. That's not my style. I don't chase people. I don't push. If it's not, if you're like, if I have to chase you, you're not ready for it. I, I, I shamelessly want you in this program. I think if if you have a place to apply, like like an ideal life scene, to apply the energy field that you're in right now, 
and you would bring so much to that to that um, container just with where you are right now, it's going to support everybody else in it. And so, okay, I'm going to stop okay, pushing okay. that, but I just, I, I got to check it out. I got to check, check it, out. it out, feel into it. Your, your body, your, your gut will tell you if it's the right thing. And, um, and yeah, let me know. Thank you so much. So good to talk to you. Thank you for reconnecting. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. And it has truly been an honor to have this contact with you because it really uh, reminds me that I'm doing the right thing with my life. So thank you. Oh man, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm so glad too. This is, you know, it's just really nice to reconnect and touch base and kind of have that little progress report. And um, I absolutely will give serious consideration to moonshot and um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a believer and thank you for your honesty and, and for your time. My pleasure. And if nothing else, keep going. Whether you whether moonshots a fit for you or not, whatever, keep going because you are in such a great space and there's so much more. Keep going. Oh, thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks, Allison. Good to talk to you. All right. Talk soon. Bye. See you later. Oh man, I would love her in that program. It is so right for her, and she would bring so much firepower to the other people that are in that group. Um, if you think it might be fit for you, go to statusflow.net, check out Moonshot. If you have an impossible goal that you want to make happen, go see if that might be a fit for you. Maybe the one-on-one -on -one coaching is something that you're looking for, the coaching and consulting. Um, maybe if you have a team, a corporate team that has a impossible, wild, crazy idea or a, uh, a real Moonshot goal, maybe one of our team engagements is going to be right. Statusflow.net. And of course, if you want to be on Mindfuck, Go to statusflow.net, apply. Let's see if we can get you on here and you can have a transformative experience. That's all we got now. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye.